episode number 77. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear friends, and thank you for joining me today. So today is Sunday, October 14th, and guess what day that is? It's my birthday! I turned 45 years old today. And while I want to dedicate this episode to a book that I recently finished, I do want to take just a couple of minutes to share with you a quick stuck story that I went through on my birthday and just some exciting things uh, that are happening with the podcast. So starting with the podcast, every once in a while, I find it fun to look into the statistics that are provided to me by the host of the podcast And I just wanted to share with you some of that because, like I said, I just think it's fun. So first of all, to date, we have 63,000 downloads of this podcast since its inception. Woohoo! I think that's pretty cool, isn't that? And I just wanted to take a moment and express my gratitude to you, my dear listeners, for listening and for sharing the podcast to your friends and to your family or to anyone else in your life who you believe would enjoy or receive benefit from listening to it. So I thank you for that. Okay, so what else? I was able to recognize which episode was the most popular or which had the most downloads. Do you want to take a guess? It was episode number 64, which was Consider... They just weren't thinking about you. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, you may want to because apparently it seems like it was a story that resonated with a lot of people. And finally, I just wanted to mention the top 10 countries where this podcast is being heard the most. In order, starting from number one, the United States, Norway, Israel, the United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, the Netherlands, Poland, the Russian Federation, and India. That's so cool, isn't it? I mean, it's just so unbelievable. Every time I go into these statistics and I look at that, it's just so amazing to me. And I want you to know I really don't take it for granted for one minute. That is the time and age that we live in which makes spreading your message so much more accessible. And by the way, to those people in Spain, Kazakhstan, Thailand, Italy, Romania, France, the United Arab Emirates, Korea, India, Finland, Chile, Ukraine, Hong Kong, Germany, Kenya, South Africa, Belgium, Ireland, the Philippines, and many others, but I don't want to bore you, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for both tuning in and for bringing these lessons into your own life and making changes in your life, which not only impacts you, but really is impacting the world. You know, you may think that when you practice to get unstuck, you're only impacting yourself, 
But the ripple effect by getting unstuck can be so profound and so huge, and you may never, ever even be aware of it. So please keep tuning in and please keep practicing to get unstuck, my friends. Okay, so now I would like to quickly just read to you a Facebook post that I just posted on my page a couple of hours ago, which is, my page, by the way, is Shiragura Getting Unstuck with the Stuck Method. So if you're on Facebook, please definitely find me and give me a like so that you don't miss my posts. Okay, it's short, and then I'm going to get to the book. So it went like this. Do you ever really know what someone else is thinking? I have a birthday today. I turn 45 years old. Last night, my beautiful husband asked me what I want to do to celebrate. Would I like to go to a movie? Would I like to go to a cafe? And I thought about it. How do I want to celebrate being alive on this earth for 45 years? And I thought to myself, no, I don't want to celebrate by going to a movie. And I don't want to celebrate with eating. What do I really want to do? Sing. Sing songs of gratitude, sing songs of hallelujah, sing songs in harmony with friends, sing in spontaneity, sing from the heart. That's what I really want to do. But what about my husband? He's going to get offended because he's not passionate about music and singing like I am. He may not even want to join in on this celebration. He's going to get disappointed. He's going to resent me. He's probably going to hold a grudge. But wait, S, stop, take a pause, T, tell yourself what you feel and allow yourself to feel disappointed. You, uncover your beliefs. Are they 100% true? Do you know that for sure, Shira? C, consider. Consider he may not care what you choose. Consider he may be relieved that he doesn't have to go out. Consider he just wants you to be happy. Consider he may even surprise you and join in on your party. K. Okay, hold yourself in self-compassion for having gotten stuck in the first place. So what did I decide? Well, you can see from the photos below. Of course, it's a Facebook post, so you, the listener, can't see the photos, but I'm just reading you the post. And did my husband get upset like I thought he would? Nope. Just the opposite. He joined in. He smiled. And I even think I caught him singing a note or two. The sky is the limit when you can get yourself unstuck. And it's so, so, so worth it, my friends. It takes practice, but getting unstuck does get easier over time. And anyone can get unstuck. Okay, so that was a post that I posted today. Very short, sweet story with two photos attached to the uh, actual Facebook post if you'd like to go check that out. So every seven episodes on this podcast, I take a stop and pause from sharing stuck stories and how I get unstuck from them. And instead, I share something else related to the world of getting unstuck, but not a story. So I do a lot of reading, and I believe that reading can really inspire you to take action. And I thought, why not share with you some of the books that I'm reading? Because 
you may choose to pick up the book as well. So the book that I just finished reading is called The Untethered Soul, The Journey Beyond Yourself. And it's written by Michael Singer. And it was a number one New York Times bestseller. It was recommended to me by a few people. And whenever that happens, I always see it as a sign that I need to get that book. Now I have to admit, I typically tend to read books from cover to cover without any interruptions, that is without reading other books in between, because I just find it way too distracting. But this wasn't the case with this book. I think while this book is powerful and amazing, and it'll be one of those books that I keep on my bookshelf to read again, it was definitely not a quick read by any means. It was deep, for me at least, and I just wanted to sit with some of the chapters for a while before rushing on. In fact, I'm looking at the front cover, and the quote is from Deepak Chopra, who wrote, Read this book carefully, and you will get more than a glimpse of eternity. So Michael Singer, he just offers terrific metaphors for you to sit with and digest and really see where they show up in your life. And that's just not something you can do quickly. So I honestly probably started this book like a year ago, and I just slowly went through it as I read other books at the same time. And what I'd like to do now is just offer some of the places in the book that I highlighted. I obviously can't cover the entire book, but I thought that offering you some excerpts, you can then decide if you would like to get the book or not. Okay, so we're going to begin. There are actually five parts to this book. And in each part, there are many chapters. And what I think I'm going to do is read to you just one excerpt from each part. So part one is called Awakening Consciousness. To attain true inner freedom, you must be able to objectively watch your problems instead of being lost in them. No solution can possibly exist while you're lost in the energy of a problem. Everyone knows you can't deal well with a situation if you're getting anxious, scared, or angry about it. The first problem you have to deal with is your own reaction. You will not be able to solve anything outside until you own how the situation affects you inside. Problems are generally not what they appear to be. When you get clear enough, you will realize that the real problem is that there is something inside of you that can have a problem with almost anything. The first step is to deal with that part of you. This involves a change from outer solution consciousness to inner solution consciousness. You have to break the habit of thinking that the solution to your problems is to arrange things outside. The only permanent solution to your problems is to go inside and let go of the part of you that seems to have so many other problems with reality. Once you do that, you'll be clear enough to deal with what's left. Okay, so part number two is called Experiencing Energy. 
And the excerpt that I want to read to you is this. If you watch carefully, what you'll see is that you have a phenomenal amount of energy inside of you. It doesn't come from food and it doesn't come from sleep. This energy is always available to you. At any moment, you can draw upon it. It just wells up and fills you from inside. When you're filled with this energy, you feel like you could take on the world. When it is flowing strongly, you can actually feel it coursing through you in waves. It gushes up spontaneously from deep inside and restores, replenishes, and recharges you. The only reason you don't feel this energy all the time is because you block it. You block it by closing your heart, by closing your mind, and by pulling yourself into a restrictive space inside. This closes you off from all the energy. When you close your heart or close your mind, you hide in the darkness within you. There is no light. There is no energy. There is nothing flowing. The energy is still there, but can't get in. Okay, part number three is freeing yourself. Fear doesn't want to feel itself. It's actually afraid of itself. So you utilize the mind in an attempt to manipulate life for the purpose of not feeling fear. People don't understand that fear is a thing. It's just another object in the universe that you are capable of experiencing. You can do one of two things with fear. You can recognize that you have it and work to release it, or you can keep it and try to hide from it. Because people don't deal with fear objectively, they don't understand it. They end up keeping their fear and trying to prevent things from happening that would stimulate it. They go through life attempting to create safety and control by defining how they need life to be in order to be okay. This is how the world becomes frightening. This may not sound frightening, it may sound safe, but it's not. If you do this, the world truly becomes threatening. Life becomes a me-against-it situation. When you have fear, insecurity, or weakness inside of you, and you attempt to keep it from being stimulated, there will inevitably be events and changes in life that challenge your efforts. Because you resist these changes, you feel that you are struggling with life. You feel like this person is not behaving the way they should, and this event is not unfolding the way you want. You see situations that happened in the past as disturbing, and you see things down the road as potential problems. Your definitions of desirable and undesirable, as well as good and bad, all come about because you have defined how things need to be in order for you to be okay. Part four is called going beyond. In order to understand clinging, we must first understand who clings. As you go deeper into yourself, you will naturally come to realize that there is an aspect of your being 
that is always there and never changes. This is your sense of awareness, your consciousness. It is this awareness that is aware of your thoughts, experiences the ebb and flow of your emotions, and receives your physical senses. This is the root of self. You are not your thoughts. You are aware of your thoughts. You are not your emotions. You feel your emotions. You are not your body. You look at it in the mirror and experience this world through its eyes and ears. You are the conscious being who is aware that you are aware of all these inner and outer things. So part five is called living life. Let your spiritual path become the willingness to let whatever happens make it through you rather than carrying it into the next moment. That doesn't mean you don't deal with what happens. You're welcome to deal with it. But first, let the energy make it through you. If you don't, you will not actually be dealing with the current event. You'll be dealing with your own blocked energies from the past. You will not be coming from a place of clarity, but from a place of inner resistance and tension. It is actually possible to never have another problem for the rest of your life. This is because events are not problems, they're just events. Your resistance to them is what causes the problem. But again, don't think that because you accept reality it means you don't deal with things. You do deal with them. You just deal with them as events that are taking place on the planet Earth and not as personal problems. So those were just a few excerpts from the book. The truth of the matter is there is so much more. And like I said before, this book is deep and it it can really take time to go through it. But what I'd like to do now is just read a few more short quotes from his book. One of my favorite things to do actually is create images out of quotes from books that I read. And then I post them on my Facebook page. So whenever I read books, I like to underline the quotes that I will eventually turn into posts. So what I'm going to do now is go back through the book and read to you some of my top favorite quotes from his book. All right, here's the first one. Your inner growth is completely dependent upon the realization that the only way to find peace and contentment is to stop thinking about yourself. You're ready to grow when you finally realize the I, who is always talking inside, will never be content. If you ask, what should I do about it? You've already fallen into believing that there is a problem outside that must be dealt with. If you want to achieve peace in the face of your problems, you must understand why you perceive a particular situation as a problem. To attain true inner freedom, you must be able to objectively watch your problems instead of being lost in them. The first problem you have to deal with is your own reaction. 
When you get clear enough, you will realize that the real problem is that there is something inside of you that can have a problem with almost anything. Aren't these great, these quotes? Okay, I have a few more. You are behind everything, just watching. That is your true home. The more you can stay open, the more the energy flow can build. At some point, so much energy comes into you that it starts flowing out of you. You become a source of light for all those around you. The spiritual journey is one of constant transformation. In order to grow, you must give up the struggle to remain the same and to learn to embrace change at all times. Awareness does not fight. Awareness releases. The only light we get is what we manage to create for ourselves. Stress only happens when you resist life's events. If you are neither pushing life away nor pulling it toward you, then you are not creating any resistance. Okay, and the last one that I'm going to leave you with is, you just have to realize that life is giving you a gift. And that gift is the flow of events that takes place between your birth and your death. So there you have it, just a glimpse of the untethered soul. It's really one of those books that you can read over and over and over again. And I actually do plan to do that one day once I get through all the other books that are on my bookshelf that I brought back with me when I was in the United States this summer. So my dear friends, I will be back next week with some more stories for you. I still have that story that I need to share with you from when I was in the United States this summer. And my intention is to finally share that with you in the next upcoming group of six stories. So my birthday is nearing an end. Wherever you are in the world, if you would like to give me a birthday gift, any show of love that you can pass on in the world, or sharing this podcast with someone, or commenting on this episode on my website, or writing an iTunes review from your computer, not from your phone, because for some reason it doesn't work from your phone, or anything else, it would mean so much to me. And you can feel free to even email me and let me know whatever gift it is that you bring to the world or to me so that I can personally thank you. Okay, my dear friends, have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.